Welcome to the Sarah Centrella Show. Join best-selling author, master life coach, and manifesting expert Sarah Centrella as she shares tips, tools, and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream life. It's time to hustle and thrive. Now, here's your host, Sarah Centrella. Hello, and welcome back to the Sarah Centrella Show. Today is going to be a short coaching uh, podcast episode, so hopefully uh, it inspires you and you get lots of um, information and all the good stuff. Uh, Feel free to take notes. I'm also going to put some uh, links to the things that I mentioned in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. Uh, All right, so what I wanted to talk about today was love languages. Do you know your love language? I am embarrassed to say that it took me probably until I was past 40, at least, before I knew really anything about love languages. Um, I think someone had given me the book back in my 20s, and of course, I never cracked it, didn't know a thing about any of it. Um, But a couple of years ago, I started looking into it because I obviously am on my own personal growth journey. I'm always trying to grow and get better and learn more about myself and what makes me do the things that I do and how I react to certain situations and how I communicate, just all the things, right? That's why we're here. We're growing. Um, and one of those was I came across the love language um, quiz and I'll link that in the show notes as well. And I took it and I was kind of surprised because I would have thought um, that my primary love language was physical touch. So if you don't know anything about them, I'll just go through them really quickly. There's five. Um, they are based on a uh, doctor's work. I'm going to put that in the show notes because I don't have it on the top of my head, uh, but they've been around forever. I think the book came out maybe 30 years ago or so. So um, they are acts of service. Uh, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. So those are the five different love languages. And once you take the test, it kind of breaks down what your uh, leading love language is. It's usually a mix of uh, a couple, one or two at least, Um, what your dominant one is, and then kind of what your next one is. And so throughout my life, I just assumed, you know, again, not knowing much about it and not doing any research whatsoever, that mine was probably physical touch. Um, I'm a very affectionate person. I'm a hugger. So if you ever meet me at an event, uh, I'll probably hug you. I definitely won't shake your hand. That feels very awkward and weird to me. Um, So yeah, I was like, okay, physical touch, easy, whatever. Doesn't need a lot of explanation. On I go with my life. But I took the test a couple of years ago and by far my leading one was words of affirmation. And I was like, wait a second, what is this whole thing about? (laughs) What are words of affirmation in relation to how you receive love or feel loved? Obviously, I do tons of affirmations on a daily basis in my own life and I teach them, but uh, I was really fascinated to learn what they meant in the relationship to feeling loved, appreciated, adored, all the things that we want. And so the more that I kind of dug in and started learning about them, of course, I got the book, I started reading um, and just educating myself on mine specifically, the more it really kind of changed everything. And now 
Um, just a little personal note about me. I took about seven years off from, from dating while I was raising my, my kids. I very much wanted to do that. Um, as a present parent, as a present, uh, you know, a parent who is involved in their life and who did not have distractions. Um, and so that was a choice that I made. I'm very glad I made it. I've never regretted it once. Um, but I made it knowing that eventually I absolutely full on plan on manifesting the love of my life. And so also part of the work that I was doing was getting ready, right? Getting ready to be ready. I knew that, you know, my girls are going to graduate high school in two years. And so my timeline had always been around this time, I would be open to love. And, you know, as my life starts to kind of free up and I'm not in that all day, every day, uh, parent mode, like I was when the kids were young, um, I wanted to be open to that. And I knew I had to do personal work to be in that receptive place, but also to be in a place where I am manifesting my ideal love match, right? Um, not bringing in any old patterns or things that didn't serve me in the past. And to do that, I needed to know about how I am in a relationship um, and things that I wanted to change adapt, grow, whatever. Uh, so this journey was really impactful for me. It taught me so much about myself. So I wanted to explain a little bit specifically about words of affirmation, because obviously it's mine. And I personally think it's the most misunderstood. I think people don't get it. I know from experience that most guys do not get it at all. Um, and like I said, it took me, you know, most of my adult life before I got it and understood it. So the first thing I want to say is that I think the misconception about words of affirmation is that you're dealing with a person who constantly has to be placated by words, who constantly has to be built up and, you know, told they're great or told that they're beautiful or they're this, that, or the other, um, and then that you have to do that because they lack self-confidence or lack self-esteem uh, or whatever. And it couldn't be further from the truth. At least in my case, it could not be further from the truth. It is, um, for me, it has nothing to do with self-confidence or any of those things because I know who I am, okay? I've done a lot of work to know who I am. I know how I feel about myself. Um, I know all of that, but for me, when I'm with someone that I care about, um, it's really important for me. In other words, a way that I receive love is to be seen and to be um, noticed and recognized and the efforts that you're putting in um, be appreciated. And that is kind of what words of affirmation do for me. So for instance, if I was dating somebody and they came into my home and I cooked them a meal and they never said one thing. <laughs> Didn't, you know, no, Hey, you know, this is cute. I like how you did this or whatever. Maybe that's what a girl would say, not a guy, but you get my point. Right. Um, don't say anything about the meal I've just made. Don't, you know, nothing. Um, don't mention like, Oh, Hey, you smell nice or you look cute or <laughs> anything. That to me is an absolute, just can't go there. That just will never, never work for me. Um, it's not that I need that person to tell me all those things so that I could believe them. 
again, I already know them. Um, (laughs) But I want to be with someone who sees and appreciates and is comfortable verbalizing those things. Mind you, that person might be thinking all those things in their head and having the assumption, oh, she knows already. She already knows. She knows that the meal's good. She knows that the house is cute. She knows that she looks good. I don't have to say it. I have to tell you, if that's how you're thinking, <laughs> don't try to date me because that's not going to work. Okay. You've got to be able to verbalize. You got to be able to communicate. Um, so if you ever do run across someone and they say that their love language is words of affirmation, do some research, look into it, look into the examples of how, um, they receive love because honestly, like it is the easiest way for me to just open up and, uh, feel appreciated. I've, I've probably had maybe one relationship in my life where someone naturally spoke my love language and it was a game changer. It was a freaking game changer. I never knew it existed. I never knew, um, how much I think I needed it. I just didn't know what I didn't know. But after that, 100%, I would never date or be in a relationship with someone who either doesn't speak it or isn't interested in learning how and figuring out how to speak it because, um, you know, it's just such an important part of connection. If you know how the other person uh, receives communication or feels loved, feels seen, and you do those things for them, nothing brings you closer together. You know, nothing is, is better than that. If on the other hand, you're judging them and not understanding them and, um, You know, I feel like this one specifically, it does get a lot of judgment. (laughs) If I've dated in the past, like I said, I think one person I've dated has really, really gotten it and spoken it. Everyone else, it just like, if you don't get it, it it is an ongoing source of tension in the relationship and it's not healthy. Um, And if the other person isn't willing to figure it out, or like I said, to, to learn about it and make an effort. Um, it just won't work. So I encourage you, whatever relationship you're in to do the test, to have your partner do the test, to learn about each other's love language, because I promise you, it is going to bring you closer together. You know, like you don't have to naturally already speak the other person's, but once you know what that is and you love them and you care for them and you put the effort into figuring out how to speak it, and hopefully they communicate back to you when it's being received and when it's being appreciated, then that only can make your relationship that much better. So uh, it's pretty funny now that that is probably my third or fourth question that I ask almost immediately if uh, you know someone wants to date me. It's like, okay, do you know your love language? Because if you don't, then uh, that tells me a lot about you, first of all. But um, it's, I don't know, it's a very important part, I think, of communication. And the other piece of it is, I think it impacts so much broader areas of your life, and not just romantic relationships. Um, For instance, I had my kids take the test. I mean, my son knows what his love language is. My girls know what their love language is, because it even helps me as a parent. You know, if I know one of my kids uh, love languages, affirmations as well, then I know how to encourage them. I know how to, um, 
reward them in a way that speaks right to them, right? So if I know one is is gifts, I can do a kind little gesture, or I can get something special for them or whatever the case is. And I know they're going to receive it in a heightened way and it's going to help our communication as well. Um, I even think that knowledge is, is super helpful in your teams if you're leading a team because people are motivated by their love language. They're motivated by um, because it's so personal, right? And it's so core to who you are as a person, to how you're receiving um, positive feedback or how you're receiving connection or deepening communication. So I really, really encourage everyone to, to learn a little bit more about yours. Um, and, you know, I'll go through the other ones pretty quickly. I'm also going to link um, some of the videos that they offer on the site that explain each of the love languages in a little bit more detail. Um, because like I said, I think a lot of people have either negative connotations or they think they know what one means and they might be totally off base and just spending 10 minutes, 30 minutes tops learning about it, man, game changer. So I'll start with acts of service. Um, Acts of service can be anything from just doing something kind for someone, like asking them what kind of coffee they want when you're headed over to their house in the morning. And when you stop at Starbucks and get yours, you get theirs too. It doesn't have to be um, anything like humongous. It's all the little things. It's if you're in a marriage, it's taking out the trash without being asked. It's unloading the dishwasher. It's, you know, all those kind of small little things that just helps out that other person, especially if you know that's how they receive love, they're going to notice that, right? Um, And then receiving gifts. This is another kind of interesting one. I think, um, especially when it comes to dating, if that's your love language, and I have a close girlfriend, that's her love language. And she, it's a lot of um, misunderstanding around that one too, because it doesn't mean you need to go out and buy me a Louis, okay? Like, yes, that'd be great. But um, that's not what this means. This means like, those little things again, like I'm thinking of you. So because I'm out doing this and maybe I'm doing it for myself, it made me think of you. So I'm going to do this little thing for you too. And it's about thoughtfulness. It's really like thoughtful gestures. It could be surprising you by like making your lunch when you haven't done that in a long time and putting a little love note in there. There's just lots of different ways. So don't get hung up on kind of what the main words are and what your associations might be around them um, because you're probably off base. It's been a while since you've studied them. Uh, And then quality time. That one is a little bit more self-explanatory. If that is yours, then you probably just want to be with that person. You want to be around them. You want to do things with them. You want them to prioritize you in their life, make time for you, um, schedule things, do things hang out. Uh, And then of course, words of affirmations, which I went into a bit. Uh, And then the last one is physical touch. And the one thing I want to say about words of affirmation, I, I gone um, on a date with someone a long time ago and um, his love language was physical touch. Mine's words of affirmation, but my second one is physical touch. So I did tried and tried to explain to him about words of affirmation. He just wasn't getting it. He really thought it was totally like, oh God, I have to compliment this girl all the time. Like, da, da, da. It's like, man, we're not communicating on the same wavelength. You are not understanding what I'm saying. 
So I, I thought about it for a while. And I thought, how do I explain this to this person so that they can truly understand what I am saying? And that block, the mental block around it can go away and we can be communicating on the same level. And so I said, knowing that, you know, your uh, love language is physical touch and that could mean anything from, you know, holding your hand or whatever the case is, giving you a hug, things like that. Would you ever date someone who did not want to be touched, who was not a hugger, who did not like anyone in their space, who would never hold your hand in public? Would you ever date that person? He was like, absolutely not. There is no way. I wouldn't even get through date one with that. I said, okay. But if you date someone and they give you all of that, how do you feel? He's like, oh, I feel amazing. I feel loved. I feel adored. I feel that connection with that person. It's it's awesome. It feels like everything is going great. I was like, okay. Now imagine <laughs> that all of those feelings are exactly the same if your love language is affirmations and you and someone is not able to verbalize anything positive to you. It would be like dating the person who wouldn't let you touch them. And that was what kind of broke the ice for him to understand what it was I was talking about. Um, so if you're having a hard time understanding your partner or you really feel like the connection is waning, go in, learn, have them take the test, learn about theirs and just try different ways. Because I'm telling you like all the effort. So for instance, if, if my love language is words of affirmation and I'm dumping praise on whoever I'm with, because that's my love language and that's what I like. So I'm thinking, Hmm, if I show them by doing right. And I give them compliments and I'm, you know, build them up and all of these things, they'll, they'll eventually get it. They'll be like, Hey, I'm doing this because I understand this love language and, and I like this, whatever doesn't work that way. Okay. Um, and also if theirs was something totally different, they could really be receiving that all wrong anyway. You know, like they could be a person who's like, Hey, words mean nothing to me. I'm an acts of service person. So actions are the only thing that matters to me. And then you have this big disconnect where they're like, well, you're saying all this stuff, but you're not doing it. I'm the person like you could do all this stuff and that's great. But if you're not verbalizing it, it's not connecting with me. Okay. So that's just one example of like how it can really, really impact your relationship and even friendships. It's just a communication thing, I think, kind of across the board. Um, so anyway, I'm going to keep this kind of short and sweet, but hopefully it inspires you or challenges you to spend a couple minutes today, learn about it, click the links here, um, have your, have your kids do it, have some of the people in your life, but most importantly, know yours, because if you know yours, then you can advocate for it. So after I spent the last couple of years learning about it, educating myself about it, it helped me so much because I always thought there was something wrong with me. I was like, why do I need that? And I know I'm a confident person. I, it's so weird. Like, why do I need someone to tell me this stuff? And I started hating that about myself. I was like, oh, that's terrible. Like, I want to change that. What's wrong with me? So it was understanding that, no, that's okay. This is one of the ways that people do feel loved and that's all right. Uh, was humongous for me. It was such a big breakthrough, but also because I educated myself on it, 
I can now communicate it in a way that the other person can understand it and we don't have kind of that tension or the clash. It's just so much easier. Um, and I can advocate for myself. I can say, Hey, you know, this is what I need and this is why I need it. If you need more information, here's some articles. <laughs> um, and if I'm not receiving it, then I can say, I'm sorry, this is not something I want to move forward with because I know for a fact what a big component it is to a healthy relationship. Um, and I'm not willing to sacrifice that at all if someone's not willing to learn it. So anyway, um, I've been doing a lot of coaching around that over the last uh, couple of years in, in my various coaching programs. Uh, it comes up a lot. So I just wanted to jump on and share it all with you. Um, and hopefully that was helpful. I also wanted you to know that I opened up um, module one of my transformation bootcamp online course. It's my master teaching course, has my whole program in it. Module one is all about how you dream huge, why it's important. It's how to effectively visualize. Um, I go through the power of what if there's a quiz in there on whether you're a dreamer or a thinker and how you um, move past the limitations of each. It's packed full. It has 10 uh, lessons in it. And I opened it up for free, that whole first module um, of the course. So you can get all of Dream It with the homework, the 10 lessons of coaching for free. I'll throw the link right here. Uh, once again, please be kind, share, go comment on my Instagram every week on Friday. I'm going to pick uh, a winner from all the comments I receive on Instagram during that week. Um, and you could win a coaching call with me or lots of other really cool things. So I will see you on my Instagram. Make it a great day. Go out and hustle and thrive. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you got value from today's show, please spread the love by clicking subscribe, leaving a stellar review and telling everyone you know. And join us next time on the Sarah Centrella Show.